The following program is sponsored by Pinnacle Senior Placement. My wife and I just came from the hospital. I'm so exhausted. Last night, my mom fell and broke her hip, and they say uh, she's going to need something called a rehab center. And then we have to figure out if she can return home or not. What if she has to move? She's on a fixed income. How do we afford it? I really don't know what steps to take, where to turn, or what to do next. I'm just so overwhelmed with everything that's happening. Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders radio. And we are here with one of our very favorite guests, Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. Daphne, I always look forward to our time together every month. And Daphne, um, what what do we have going on these days? Oh my goodness, life is is feeling a little bit normal, but still a little stressful. Our seniors are getting mm-hmm. care. Our seniors are having housing. Our our seniors are are allowed to have some visits very soon. Our state has opened up a little bit, so check with mm-hmm. your communities of care if you already have loved ones in a community of care of if they've changed some of their protocols or allowing any visits in a different way mm-hmm. but we're taking baby steps forward so that is a good mm-hmm. thing it's a very good thing and i've i have been in awe to see how many of our communities are really getting creative um you know we've talked about that before about how our loved ones are you know, being served. But I I keep going back to the thing is we're so lucky to have the kind of commitment from people out there like you that are out there helping our families and really um, doing it in really difficult times. And certainly I would love to talk today with you a little bit about how are those things happening and what are we doing as a community? And obviously we've got a lot of families that are still confused about what to do and where to turn and how, you know, to get proper help. So, um, you know, I'm glad you're here and glad you're here to talk about that. Yeah, so um, I want to give some examples of how I've seen things start to change around. And there are some communities out on the Kitsap Peninsula that have actually created booths of plexiglass covered, protected from the wind, um, nice and clean, clear plexiglass that you actually can have conversations and just be a few feet away. Yes, you're not breathing the same air for, you know, safety. Yes, you're not hugging mm-hmm. your mom or dad, but you're you're having a conversation not through a window or over a phone. It's, it's face-to-face. And so I really applaud uh, the communities that have put that extra energy into creating a way for people to communicate. I mean, we need connection so, so very much. Um, That's that's one way. Another way is, I know we've been talking about this, but hallway bingo is still a big deal. So if your parents or loved one are not participating in these kind of, I'm going to say this loosely, kind of silly, playful things, encourage them to, oh, mom, just go go laugh with somebody, you know, because mm-hmm. we need that. And when we step out of doing something from our norm or it might feel, mm-hmm. know, this is, please don't take this to the bank, but a little childlike, do it anyway. Yeah. We still all have yes. a child inside of us. 
you know, so so play, step out. I mean, this is such different times that we have to do the, the different things. So I encourage mm-hmm. everyone to step out and, and readjust their thinking, like, oh, I'll just feel silly or go feel silly. It's time to feel mm-hmm. silly. We've got enough serious. You know, Jesse, what you're saying is so true. And and really, to, we're all being stretched right now. Um, you know, no matter who we are, um, what we do, who we see, um, you know, who's in our lives, anything like that. So many of us mm-hmm. are being stretched. And it That's certainly right. can have an effect on our well-being. And, hack, and, and you know, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm just tired. I'm so tired. I just want to um, escape. And I find myself, you know, I don't want to turn on the news anymore. I don't want to, you know, deal with heavy topics. I want to find things that totally, you know, give me an escape from reality. <laughs> and I've never been like exactly. that before. But I'm, but no. I'm sure that that's, that really goes into a lot of things that you're saying of you know, allow yourself to disconnect from the heaviness. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, we don't need to have a COVID count every day. We don't need to know all the doom and gloom. We are well aware of it. But what we do know is Mm -hmm. we need to have some playfulness and human connection. Another tip I want to give to everybody, if there's an extra couple hundred dollars laying around and you can get a tablet of some kind, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. during – with the Apple products or Android products or, you know, whatever right. it is, but get, get a simple pad and a tablet and set it up and make it as easy as you can because lots and lots of communities are doing programming through Zoom or through some other video that. conferencing. And so now is the time, even if your mom is 80 years old and she's never done email, she's never had a smartphone, I mm-hmm. think that we can make things happen. Um, the staff is there to turn on things. The staff is there to get connected to the Wi-Fi. Really search that out. If you've been on the fence and, oh, my right. mom's never done that. Oh, my dad's anti-whatever. No, no, no. This is a time that we step out and do something new and make it possible. Make it possible for the staff right. to have your loved ones involved because a lot right. of people in the communities are wanting to engage others, and it's just another creative way that we're doing it. So it, it is a couple hundred bucks, but you know what? I think it's well spent. Absolutely. It's it's sanity. It's everything. And, and in, in your experience, this is something that's really interesting, because I remember when I was taking care of my mother, um, I gifted her my old, back then it was my old iMac. You know, remember those great colors and the, and strawberry colored, yeah. you know, they looked like spaceships. I gifted her yes. my old computer when I upgraded, right? <clears throat> and I remember gifting it to her. She had about a nervous breakdown over it. It was like she went to a couple classes and it just was way too much for her and that like it just, you know, she couldn't handle it. Of course my mom was, you know, she was born in 1925. But I do think that there's seniors that are now in the next, you know, that were born in the 30s and a little bit more, you know, abil- you know, have the ability to adapt more. Are you finding, I guess my question is, how are seniors overall adapting to new things like that? What is your experience on that? 
You know, I would say it's probably 50-50, just in my little okay. world. And it really has to do with two two factors. What is their general personality and curiosity level, and how do you present it? Are you positive and energized and, oh, I know it's a little confusing, but let's just work through it. Um, mm-hmm. so can you write out steps for how the mom can turn on her her tablet and get to the Internet and get to, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube or whatever it is? It It, it is um, a cooperative effort. And I would say more importantly, it depends upon how you present it as the person introducing something mm-hmm. new. I would also encourage mm-hmm. everyone to get someone in the community on board with you because that will make it way easier. Let's just mm-hmm. go back to the basics of family. Helping family is usually the hardest combination to do. Having a third party makes life a lot easier. <laughs> so that's just basics 101. So if you can find somebody, an activity director or a CNA mm-hmm. or, you know, a med tech even that's got an extra minute, um, talk to the, you know, the activities director and they might say, oh, we've got a team of people doing that. Yes, let me get you hooked mm-hmm. up with. Um, so yeah. just walk through the door. It is well, a little I bit too, scary, but I think people are bored enough to try something new. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think what you're saying, too, is senior to senior. Um, when they talk to somebody else, this might be their neighbor or whatever, and they say, oh, yeah, I talk to my daughter, you know, every day on Zoom or whatever that happens. It's like there's a little bit more of a social proof aspect of, you know, well, if my neighbor can do yes. it, I can do it, too. Um, and so like, right. and you said something that was really, really valuable in the fact that if daughter or son says, hey, use this, there's going to be a lot more resistance than if a professional comes in and says, by the way, we've had this wonderful tool for you. You'll be able to see your family and we're going to sit down with you. It's a totally different mindset. And I think that can help tremendously in helping them to adapt and then even more if they see that other seniors in their community that are also doing it that's big that's really big yes it is it is so that's the tip of of this section here Mm -hmm. in our get together today um you know to step out of the box think of little creative ways be silly do things you've never done before if you're the senior yourself you know say i'm going to do this i'm going to talk to my friend lois who I know has been doing email with her grandkids. She could probably help me. So empower yourself. You can do this. Well, and you just kind of set the pace for today's topic, and that is really about stepping outside the box. And one of the ways in which I, you know, we have about one minute left in our segment here, but I want to talk a little bit about how in our next segment, how does Pinnacle help families, but even more so, what are some things that we can do as families to step outside the box ourselves? I mean, this is really about reinvention, and it's about thinking about if your loved one is, you know, we talked about communities, but we've also got loved ones that are at home right now, senior loved ones that we may not be able to go see very often, and if we do, we're standing outside, And but there's still some things that we can do to help ease their lives. And um, I would love to talk about that. So, Daphne, before we go to the next segment, how do we reach you? Best way is on my phone number of 855-734-1500. And you can always go to our website, which is PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. 
And Pinnacle, for all of you that knows, Pinnacle is kind of your information post, and you can always call Daphne um, no matter what the question is, <laughs> pretty much. If you have a question about your loved one or how can you help, especially during these times, um, Daphne, if she doesn't know the answer, you can certainly find out who does, can't you? <laughs> I I sure can. Exactly right. Well, we're in the next segment. We're talking about this hour of what are some things we can do to step outside the box and help our senior loved ones. And I'm looking forward to exploring this conversation here in the next um, segment. So until then, Daphne will be back right after this. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform. 